Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Three, two, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, everybody! Welcome back for the Supernatural After Show. Don't you cry no more. We are back. Well, I am back right now. We are talking about The Devil in the Details, Season 11, Episode 10. I'm your host, Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y. W-E-G-N-E-R. Make sure you guys are commenting, talking to us on Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, all things social media using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural. Unfortunately, Alexis has started a new job and she won't be able to be with us anymore. I'm super bummed about it because she always has the most wonderful insight and everything into the show. And Katie is still in Florida. She had a second surgery she had to go through. So we miss you, Katie, but I think she's going to be joining us today via the phone. So we'll have her chatting with us. And I appreciate you guys being so wonderful while I was back in Wisconsin. Unfortunately, my mom passed away, so I had to go home. So I just thank you guys for your patience and everything. And she was a big fan of watching this show when we were doing it. And so I thank you all. She's here with us right now as it is. All right. Let's talk about this episode and talk about what's been going on the road so far. Uh, we saw the darkness. Amara was growing All of a sudden, last episode, she smited all the angels. Dean and her have bonded, and she has been set free by him. Do we know if she's dead or alive? We don't. Um, Until this episode. Cass was obviously possessed. We've got Katie, hopefully, on the phone. Hello. Hi. Katie's there on the phone with us, guys. (laughs) Hi, everybody. How you doing, Katie? I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. Katie, where can they find you if they want to tweet you right now? You guys can tweet me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. All right. Well, I was just giving them the info, the backup story that we had here with Cass being possessed. He was talking to Metatron, got all the information from him. Rowena was helping with the Codex and getting, you know, Lucifer and Sam out of the cage. Uh, Sam is in the cage. Is it what God wants or is it because Lucifer has summoned him? We obviously found out that Lucifer had summoned him. And that Dean and Amara have bonded uh, as the darkness. So right. our first part of the episode, did you like this episode? Let's, let's talk about that. You, you know, I really enjoyed it. I was 
it's always like what, you know, it's exciting when you come back from the break, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like they did a really good job having it packed with characters that, yes, Lucifer is, is a terrible, you know, he's the devil, but he, I think he's an amazing actor, and I think he is awesome. I love seeing Lucifer in the show. I think he brings a great, you know, thing to the show, so it was really fun to see him. It was action-packed. I feel like a lot of things happened, especially at the end. I just think they did a really good job setting up the rest of the season so far. I think so, too. I think I think that for me, sometimes I feel like there's a little bit of filler to keep this going. But then we get something and I'm like, OK, we got a little bit of information that we needed. Sometimes when right. they do their jobs and stuff like that, the cases along the way, I feel like we're just getting this little filler, but we're finding out something that will be used later on. And I kind of feel like that whole this whole episode was just little pieces that we're going to continue to use through the rest of this season. And, of course, we saw their little Christmas dream, Crowley opening yeah. presents on Christmas morning, getting the little Sam doll, which Alexis always had here with us. She had the exact replica of that. Um, Rowena as Rudolph. How cute. And uh, Lucifer comes in as Santa. And apparently, Rowena's been having this dream for months. And now this is the first time that Lucifer has actually shown up into it, which shows what? their little flirtation. Right, because I was thinking at this point, too, that she's, you know, she's been working for him because he came to her in a dream. So how long, when she was, you know, using the Codex and she was in hell with Crowley in the last episode that we saw with Sam, was she working for him at this point? Working? That's what they're making it sound like, that this was all part of her plan was she's been working with Lucifer. I don't know how that was. And I don't know if we'll get a flashback episode to that or not, but that's what they made it seem like that this right. was all a part of a plan that they had previously discussed that even Crowley, no one, no one knew about except her and Lucifer. So right. um, she's been having this dream for months, but has she been having maybe, you know, another dream where they would discuss this plan or, or did she just because of this dream, did she just know, oh, I need to get Lucifer out of the cage? I don't know, and I feel like we're not going to find out either because of what happened I later know. in the episode. Um, but we do know that Sam's visions were because of Lucifer, and um, Rowena did as she was told to do. So right. uh, Sam believes Dean's going to come and rescue him, and Lucifer doesn't want to torture Sam, but knows that Sam needs him. And so he's going to show him these memories along the way, which, which is why I kind of said, like, was this filler, these like memories coming into play? Was it really something that Sam needed to see? Because I don't, they weren't flashbacks as to stuff that's happened in previous episodes, were they? No, but it referenced, you know, I don't think we've seen that Sam before as a teen with the girl, you know, and it, it did show Amelia and the dog, which that was a part of his life and it was a part of this, uh, a particular season, um, in the past, but I don't, that specific scene wasn't. Okay. I think, I think one of the main reasons for the, the conversations and memories for Sam and Lucifer was to show Sam that he used to be strong. He used to make decisions. And that's kind of what Lucifer explains to him. You know, I did this so that you could see you were strong. You could make a decision. You were a, you actually were a hero and you're kind of soft now. 
You know, and I actually worried at this point when he was showing him these memories. I kind of thought Sam might listen to him a little bit because just we need to get this the whole darkness, you know, we need to get that situation fixed. And the way that this thing always happens, no matter what problem is going on and what season is like, it brings out another problem. We fix one problem, it brings out another, and then we just continue. And so we can fix the darkness with Lucifer, and then we're going to have to fix Lucifer after that. And I, I felt like that might be Sam's logic at a certain point after he showed him all of these memories. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see him stand up and say no later on, and I know we'll get to that. But I, I was a little worried for a little bit. I... <laughs> I'm proud of seeing Sam's strength throughout this episode. And I don't know if that was because of the things that Lucifer was saying to him, that he was soft and that he couldn't make decisions. And so now he actually was making a decision finally. So I'm proud of his strength in continuing to say no to Lucifer throughout this episode. And, you know, we do find out that Crowley was betrayed by Rowena. And because Lucifer can't leave the cell... Lucifer had come to Rowena in the dream, and Lucifer is perfection to Rowena. So we're getting more information that he has a plan, and after Lucifer stops the darkness, he'll ascend to heaven with Rowena at his side because Lucifer has defeated the darkness before. I thought it was really, really great that Sam brought up, you may have defeated the darkness before, but that was with God's help and three archangels. I think at that point, too, when he said that, you could see on Lucifer's face, oh, he's right, and he's not, he is catching on, and he is not as, you know... Powerful. Right. He can't do this all on his own. Well, Yeah, and, he can't. And Dean has called Sam now, and Cass, or Sam and Crowley, neither have answered, and he's starting to get this blurry vision and starts throwing up, and Cass shows up... Well, and we Wait, find out can that we talk about the voicemails really quick when he was calling before Cass yes. showed up? Yes, please. Let's they talk about it. They were so hilarious. I love, you know, Crowley's press one for demon deals. And two, if you have a sighting <laughs> of Rowena, it, it was just so funny. Yeah, it, it's totally into their character. It's totally personalized for each of them. And it would make sense that Dean would steal Sam's phone and make a joke about... <laughs> Him, what was right. it? Waxing, waxing everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> every day. But that's what I loved about this episode too. You know, you asked me in the beginning. I think that they did such a good job of throwing all these little jokes throughout the whole episode. Oh yeah, they always insert some sort of humor, which makes it nice and and light, even though we're dealing with such a heavy show and heavy right. subjects and. God and religion and supernatural beings and all of that stuff that do we know if it's real or if it's not. So it's, it's really, really interesting to, uh, hear all of that and then get a little bit of some humor to lighten the situation. Um, right. So we find out that this is a smiting sickness actually, and it's an energy fallout and it's actually like poisoned the air and even Lot's wife turned to salt, which I think is an actual Bible reference. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, okay. And Sam's memory is of this. He asked the girl about the chupacabra and, uh, he went to Mexico with Dean and his dad 
And this high school date, this memory, and once again, it's Lucifer saying Sam used to be a hero, but he doesn't recognize him anymore. So I think he's trying to guilt him into saying yes to him, like, be the hero now. Is Did that- you agree with what Lucifer was saying, though, about how Sam's not... Because I didn't think he he's not strong anymore. I didn't think that that's true. I mean, we've seen from day one, from season one, that the boys will always protect each other. And I think that's a big motivator. But I still think Sam has been strong. I still think Sam has been strong, too. I, 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 don't, I don't think that he has, but I think Lucifer's trying to plant doubt. Right. In his in his mind and and show him little things where maybe at a certain point in his life he was a little bit more different and less um I wouldn't call him weak but maybe they're so into saving each other as Lucifer Lucifer later says you guys are so worried about each other you're not worried about the actual uh ramifications of what you do to the world I know that some of you guys when I see um the YouTube comments. I know there's people out there that are really, really mad at Sam and Dean for continuing to do stuff that hurts mankind. And you're really disappointed with them. And we all have to go, we all have to wonder and think, is this for the greater good? Is, is it saving? Is it helping more people than it's hurting? Yeah. I guess that's the only way we can kind of go about it in a positive way. And I know some of you agree with that. And some of you are like, no, they're just being selfish. And I can see both sides. I can see it, too. I can see both sides. But I, I think, you know, the love for their relationship, and we, we love these characters for 11 seasons now. I, I, wanna, I want them to be selfish with each other at the same time. Exactly. There's, they're, they're bonded beyond anything else, and they've continued to go to hell and back uh, for each other. And I don't think there's going to be anything that's ever going to stop that at this point. They're just, right. they're always going to do that. So Dean is in the bunker. Uh, Cass calls to say that Sam is in hell with Lucifer. Is it Cass or Crowley? Um, Crowley called. Crowley called. And so the next memory we see for Sam is Stull Cemetery, where the fight went down um, between Sam and Lucifer. Cass and Dean are there. Dean is dying. Sam would do anything to save the world, he would do the hard thing to save the world, sacrifice himself. He ends up jumping into the hole with Adam. It was kind of on accident. And this, you know, this is he where saved Lucifer... the world, but he saved Dean too. Exactly. Now, has Sam had to suffer from that and have these visions? And all of season seven is him dealing with the visions and Lucifer following him around and basically sitting on his shoulder the entire time. I'm, I'm currently re catching up on all the episodes and I've just saw the episode where they're in the mental institution because Sam just can't sleep anymore oh. and he's having all those visions. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is now just like a continuation of that. So Sam genuinely has been, has been suffering from being down in the cage since then. So right. I don't think that makes him soft. I think that makes him strong. Right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I, I, you know, I was worried about him getting into Sam's head, but I just kept thinking, I don't think he's weak. You know, I, I don't think, I think all along the boys are always going to, you know, save the world, but save each other, save each other. You know, that's something that they'll always do. And I don't think he's weak for that. 
I, I agree. I just, I think it makes him stronger. Um, right. So Cass goes and sees this giant hole where Amara was, and he meets Ambriel, who works in death statistics in heaven. She's an angel. And Cass points out it's the middle of the afternoon and it's dark outside. So we know something's up. Uh, Ambriel and Cass later talk and say, she says that she doesn't hate Cass, but they both have things in common and they're both expendable. Cass helps, but at the end of the day, Sam and Dean are the heroes. Do you agree with that? You know, I was kind of upset about this part because they're the heroes, but Cass is also part of the hero's story. You know, there's a place for Cass. There always has been, and he's done so much to help. So I don't think he's expendable. I don't think he's expendable either. I mean, we have lost him throughout the seasons and had him come back or had him as human Cass. And he still finds a way to help the brothers and, you know, either get to Crowley or find Rowena. I... And without finding Rowena or getting the codex and all that stuff, we wouldn't be where we are now. Right. So, I think that he definitely has a place. Exactly. I, I don't think that he's expendable. Um, I think that that's a lot of perhaps angel chatter going on. Yeah. Well, she said that too. She said up in heaven, you know, everybody's kind of talking about him and not in the best way. Yeah. So... Dean is in Kennesaw, Nebraska. He calls Cass. He's going to hell. Um, the uh, password, Camp Town yeah. Races. Once, <laughs> once again, the humor. I mean, it's so good. Uh, love it. Love it that he sings it. Um, Billy the Reaper uh, is there to welcome him technically to hell. And she points out that she doesn't want to kill the boys, but she wants to make sure that when they do die... They stay dead. Right. Which also, you know, I thought that was a really good scene when we first met her and she told that to Sam and um, it makes it scary because we've seen them both go places and come back, you know, and it's just, it's scary thinking about, I don't know, what if, you know, they do, something does happen to them and she's trying to make them stay dead. Do you think she has the actual power to keep them dead? I don't know. And this is actually really interesting. I wish I saw, I went to the live chat just now to watch Mm -hmm. before um, I got on the phone here. And I I don't know who said it. I wish I saw the name. So I apologize. I don't know the name. But somebody said, what if Billy is actually God? Oh. I mean, that's interesting. Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's kind of scary. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know if they'd reveal that or not, but would God really want to keep them dead if God has had them around helping and they God thinks that they're an integral part of saving the world, would God really want them dead? But but then at the same time, they just let the darkness out that God put away a long time ago. So maybe God's like, okay, well, now you're doing my human creation harm. So, I mean, maybe it is just a Reaper. Maybe it's just the Reaper Billy, and and maybe she does have the power to keep them dead. But, I, I mean, that was a really interesting point that somebody brought that up. I thought, 
well, I could see the story, you know, going that way. Absolutely. That's, uh, it's a, it's a really great prediction for whoever did say that. Um, and someone is also saying right now, yeah, God being a woman, that's great. Of course she's God. Love that you guys are all joining us in this chat. Sorry. If you see me looking, it's because I'm looking at the chat, trying to pay attention to it, read it and <laughs> comment on it and talk to Katie and talk to you guys and do everything. Cause we're awesome here at After Buzz and we have that technology. Uh, so, all right. Um, so Billy the Reaper, she, um, she points out the fact that she does not work for Crowley. She works with Crowley. Don't get it twisted. Uh, and, uh, right. she gives him a box that he takes down to hell. He opens the door and he starts down the stairs. Um, and we shoot back to Lucifer and Sam and when Dean was in purgatory after the Viathans, Sam was with a girl and he never looked for Dean and they promised not to look for each other, but Dean always did look for him and they chose each other over the world. No matter how many people died, he's going to have to watch the people he loved die. And is it fighting the good fight team free will, which I've seen some of you guys talking about that Cass has to always be a part of team free will, which I agree. But is this the good fight? If, you know, this whole thing, bringing up Amelia and her being a part of his life before and him not looking for Dean when Dean was in purgatory, I feel like, yes, they did say that to each other, you know, we wouldn't come look for each other. And they kind of addressed that after Dean did come back from purgatory. They addressed it, um, that Sam didn't look for him. Sam was playing house. So, you know, the boys have had this fight, and this is what also, like, each memory we had made me a little bit more nervous about Lucifer getting into Sam's head. I I mean, the more exactly, the further we got into these memories, the more I doubted Sam, which I shouldn't have because Sam right. does some good. Um, so let's jump back to uh, Cass and Ambrielle. First, we get Rowena and Crowley drinking tea, but we'll come back to that. Um, so uh, Amara, who Ambrielle has yes. discovered laying on this ground in the forest, uh, wakes up, takes Ambriel's soul, gains the I power. I knew that was going to happen. Exactly. It becomes light again. And Amara says she has consumed her, her grace, her memories, her spark, everything she needed it. She isn't scared of Cass or the angel blade. And she has a job for him. So he disappears well Shows. I wanted to ask you yes. um, what was going through my head when she said all those things. She has her memories and everything, and we've seen her take souls before, but she said she's never felt better. I was wondering, is it she's never felt better because she was just kind of knocked out for a second, so that, that was a good refresher, or is it like I just had an angel, you know, soul? Is that what made her feel better? I, she hasn't had an angel soul yet, has she? I thought she did. Do you guys know, did she have an angel soul before before she had Ambriel? I think she was referring to the fact that, yeah, she was kind of like knocked out and, okay, now I, I haven't, okay. I've never felt better. I'm back. I'm totally in charge and in control and now I'm controlling you again and sending right. you okay. to, uh, Billy who lets him down by, uh, Crowley, Rowena and Dean. Now Dean has gotten to hell. Crowley greets him. And Crowley points out that they need Rowena to put Lucifer back in his, what did I say here? His home and kill her after. 
So they have this witch catcher, which Billy has gotten for them. Meanwhile, Rowena has been listening to this entire entire conversation, but it doesn't matter because Crowley has poisoned her with the tea. They put the witch witch catcher on her and she becomes his slave, starts hopping on one leg. And um, we see that Lucifer wants Sam's vessel. And that way then he will be tied to earth and the spell won't work that they want Rowena to put on Lucifer. So as long as Sam says yes, Lucifer will be bound to the earth and he'll be able to stay there. If they finish the spell before someone has offered a vessel, then he will be back put up in the cage. Right. Cass shows them that Amara has branded him that I am coming. Is this a threat or a promise? Yeah, what do they mean by promise when Dean says that? Because they want to, I think Dean's like, I want to fight her. I want to take her on. I think, I I think that's why. Um, so Sam and Lucifer are in the cage. Sam refuses to say yes. Um, Mm -hmm. he points out that Michael's not there because prison life didn't agree with him. And it sounds like he kind of went crazy. We still don't know where Adam is. Obviously, this is a temporary cage in hell. This is not the real cage because I think they would be showing Michael and Adam then if that were the right. case. Right. And I was wondering if that was even the truth about Michael though. I mean, it could all be, it could all be a lie. Right. I mean, Lucifer has everything to gain. Um, Lucifer points out that him and Sam can beat the darkness and he just needs to sacrifice himself one more time. And then that's when Sam points it out that, no, it took you, God, and three archangels to defeat the darkness. And the only thing that Lucifer is going to do is start the apocalypse all over again because he's an old dog and he has no new tricks. Which Which I thought was a great point. mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you cannot have me. He has faith in his family, faith in his friends, and Sam is ready to die to find a way to end this. And I just thought that that was Sam showing strength and completely not showing weakness like Lucifer was saying that he was. Exactly. He took all that he said and slapped it in his face. <laughs> he, yep. He just took everything and showed it to him and was like, you can't do this. I'm not, I'm not going to allow that. So Lucifer starts beating Sam down and, mm-hmm. uh, Dean and Cass run in. Lucifer snaps his fingers. They're in the cage with him. They're all fighting. What a great fight sequence, right? I, I know. It was hilarious that it started out with heaven must be missing an angel. And um, and then all of a sudden the fight sequence just was like so intense. And I actually did get worried. I thought, okay, since Sam said no, you know, and everything that he why he said no, which you just went over, I, I was like, he's not going to, he's not going to cave now. I had faith in him. And I was worried about cast caving. Why were you worried about cast caving? Because I just felt like he, he took a lot from both Ambriel. He heard some things what Ambriel was saying to him that he's expendable. And then um, the darkness even said to him, too, she's like, I don't know why God took such a light. You know, my brother took a liking to you. And I see fear in you. And she just kind of beat him down a little bit more. And I think he was listening to that by the look on his face. Yeah. And he he's just worried about the, this whole darkness situation, I think. And and 
he feels maybe that this is the last resort he has to use Lucifer's help. <laughs> Did you think that when she had said she had a job for Cass, that just meant showing all of them that she was coming? I think so. Well, actually, I don't know. It could be, it has to be more than that, right? It has to be more than that because we see all this giant fight sequence and the fact that Lucifer is far more powerful than any of them. He's, you know, saying, oh, your human fight skills are just whatever. And literally like beating all of them. Uh, he told Sam that he had to say yes or he'd kill Dean. But then Cass jumped in and hit him and knocked him down. Meanwhile, we see Rowena doing the spell and just as Cass is about to, or just as Lucifer is about to devil that deliver that final punch to Castiel, a bright light flashes and Lucifer is gone. And they're all out of the cage. And Crow- Did you think he was actually gone? I, I thought I thought he was gone. I thought the spell had been completed in time. Lucifer was gone. He wasn't there. It was Lucifer or it was Crowley, Rowena, Cass, Sam, and Dean. And at this point, Crowley says, they're all done. The team up is over. Sam and Dean leave together and Cass says he's not going to go with them. But we see a little bit of a different side of Cass. I genuinely thought Lucifer was gone, but he was sent back to the cage. The spell had been completed. The flash of light. Did you think that was true? The whole episode, I'm, I was thinking Lucifer has to get out somehow. He has to. And then when he at that moment, when the flash of light happened, I did think, oh, wow, they, they did complete the spell. In, on time, you know, just in time, right before. But I just, I almost felt a kind of, I, I wanted more of Lucifer because I, I, I love watching that actor play the character. I Mark think it's Pellegrino. so interesting. And, and yeah, and I think he brings, you know, Lucifer, the, the comments, he brings part of the humor to the show just as Crowley does in his ways, you know, and everybody does in the show. But um, I feel, I don't know, I, I did think. Even if he did get sent back to the cage somehow, maybe later on they're going to just say, okay, we actually need him. Need Lucifer? To destroy, to destroy the darkness. But, yeah. Well, I just thought he has to come out somehow. Exactly. So let's, let's talk a little bit about um, Crowley asking Rowena why she hates him. This is probably oh, I loved this. Exactly. This was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Um mm-hmm. she says she sees the woman she used to be before the coven and she was just a scared little girl. Um and then when Crowley was born, his dad said that he loved Rowena but then left her for his old life, this grand house, a beautiful wife and all of this stuff. So she said she hates Crowley. Because if she didn't, she would love him. And love is a sign of weakness. And she doesn't ever want to be weak again. And you can see, you can hear her voice cracking. You can see almost that Crowley is welling up in his eyes in in a tear. At least that's what I was hoping and felt for. You know, I thought the root call did such an amazing job delivering those three reasons, you know, why she hated Crowley. Violina hated Crowley. I think that was one of her greatest moments in the show. Yeah. In, in, but, since, we've, then, since we've met her. It was 
Right. Beautiful. I, I agree. It was, it was wonderful. But I, here's something that I was thinking about when she said the last thing, you know, I hate you because if I didn't hate you, I'd love you. And loving is a weakness and I'll never want to be weak again. I just felt like, okay, I wouldn't say she loves Lucifer, but she does see Lucifer as powerful. And, you know, there, there's something there that her being that groupie of him kind of makes her weak a little bit. Well, and Lucifer is more powerful than the coven. We know that. So, right. She, I think she thinks that, okay, well, I can go one step above the coven with Lucifer. And so it is this shiny, like, like Lucifer's powerful and he's, he knows stuff and she could be his right hand woman. But if that's the case, she's got to play it a little smarter than being the, being kind of groupy in front of him and helping him and not fully getting, you know, like you make a deal with somebody. Okay. I'm going to help you, but I want this in return. Just the way that Crowley does with Sam and Dean and vice versa. Right. You don't tell the whole truth. Maybe you hold something back because now you have the upper hand, which is always how she's been too. She's always got this little, you know, I'm five steps ahead of you type of thing. And I had, and I'm seeing you guys all kind of freak out about, um, Cass right now. And I literally, when this moment happened, I yelled, son of a, because Cass said yes to Lucifer. He asked Lucifer if he could, spoiler alert, he asked Lucifer if he really could defeat the darkness and he said yes. So Cass said yes. Yeah. And when he showed up in hell as, you know, in Cass, well, in Jimmy's vessel really, but, uh, you know, as Lucifer, he did such a good job being Lucifer. Oh, he is like acting performances in this episode ridiculous and amazing they're yeah so fantastic and we've already talked about how great mark pellegrino is and how calculating he is and still brings that slight sense of humor and seeing misha take on those mannerisms and even a different voice i mean yeah. we've i talked to misha at uh supernatural con last year you guys were all there i mean he's he sounds like Misha. He sounds like Castiel, like a little bit. This was completely different and new and kind of wacky and crazy yeah. and loose where Cass is a little bit more stiff and Lucifer is big and bold. And that's what Cass took on. And it was so awesome to see him play yeah, something was, so different. It was. And I was watching, you know, the little interaction that he did have there as Lucifer and I just was, I kept picturing, you know, um, the actor, Lucifer. I just kept picturing him and thinking, like, that's how he would say that line. That's, exactly. That's how he'd say that line. And then that's how he'd say that line. You know, I thought he did such a good job at that. And I'm sure that they worked together kind of the same way when they had young Dean on. Was it last season? And that actor was talking to, you know, Jensen about, okay, what are the mannerisms I can take on to be just like you? So they do work right. together to find these things out. And I agree. I want to, I'm hoping that, um, Misha continues to play this as well as he's done, he did. I did not like Misha as Leviathan cast. Like that was crazy. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like that. I yeah. think this is, I think this is more fun and more exciting for the rest of this season to see what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So Misha casts 
Cass Lucifer is kind of sexy and strong and and strange all in one ball of person. And he's flirting with Rowena, which starts to make me nervous. I knew what was coming. Oh, no. I just felt like, why is she... Why? Why? Don't be like this. You can't be weak. I just kept thinking that in well, this whole entire She's scene. like, she's going in for that kiss and just falling for it completely. And he's just kind of turning his head and asks, so no one else can open the cage but you? And she goes, yes. And he goes, good. And then what happens? I can't believe she answered that question like that. I can't either. But I also... I don't want to believe it's true that he snapped her neck and killed her. Me neither, because I can't. I want her to be in the show still, and I know it's never truly the end. You know, we exactly. may see them sometime in the you know later on in the season or in another season. But I feel like I don't know if it was over for her. I don't think it's over. I think we're still gonna. I'm hoping we're still gonna get flashbacks. We can talk about that once we get into predictions. But okay. Um, I, I, I hope it's not over. I was talking to Ruth yesterday, um, and she was heading to Sundance today. Um, and we had messaged back and forth a little bit, and I literally sent her a photo of me as soon as he snapped her neck because I was like in shock. I'm like, this is obviously my in shock face that you have just died, and I can't believe it. And I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard back from her yet. Um, but I'm sure at some point I'm going to hear back from her, and I'm just. I, I'm I'm just in shock and sad, and uh, we end the episode yeah. with Cassifer. Um, that's the new that's the new hashtag, guys. Cassifer, <laughs> Cassifer. Um, I like it. Let's chat to Crowley, and the episode ends. Yeah, because he has some use for Crowley. Otherwise, he'd just kill him. But you know, there's something he's in the plan somehow, which I think Crowley will do it the smart way if he has to work with him if he's forced to work with him he'll he'll do it the smarter way i agree and someone just posted saying crowley looked upset seeing rowena die now do you think that's because they just shared that moment you know i think maybe maybe that moment but also despite everything he said despite his voicemail what it said you know what he called her to press two if you know you her and um despite everything it's still his mom and i feel like there's still an a bond there between the two of them even though both of them wanted to kill each other and they say that they want to kill each other there's still something there they haven't killed each other about it so they obviously didn't kill each other for a reason right so there there was a a bond beyond the mother something because and, I don't think she cared about yeah. that because also too I think that they both have proved helpful for each other in the past so maybe they will always hate each other but they have worked together on some kind of a level or not together but like they can use each other for each other's plans you know for their own plans mm-hmm. they can so get more power there by using each right. other or defeat 
right. another type of person or Lucifer or the darkness potentially together or the Winchesters or Cass or whatever it is. They'll team up together. I mean, just the way that Sam and Dean teamed up with Castiel or teamed up with Crowley. You know, so they're always going right. to have their little teams on occasion. Right. And even if they're not even telling each other the truth and they have ulterior motives, they're using each other and they prove helpful to one another. Well, let's talk about some predictions then. Okay. Since we, uh, since we, our promo next week shows that Sam and Dean want to find a case. They kind of ask about Cass. Dean points out that something's off about him. And, uh, you know, Cass is on his own, yet they do show that he is with the boys. And do you think the vision or the woman that was on fire was Amara? Or do you think that was somebody else? I couldn't tell who that was. I feel like maybe next episode it might be, you know, they're working a case. But because maybe Amara, the darkness, she goes quiet because we did see a little bit from her, but we didn't see like what her next plans are. You know, we just see her kind of fall over when she sends Cass away. Mm -hmm. So maybe she'll go quiet. They'll work a case because we've seen that several times, Mm -hmm. no matter what the problem is in the season. And the issue will be the boys will finally eventually find out that Cass isn't Cass. He's Lucifer. Because I think... That's what I, you know, I would expect that from Lucifer to pretend he's cast because he's, you know, he's, I don't know, he's got some kind of thing he's doing and we don't know what it is and it's going to be fun to find out, but he's going to pretend to be cast for the boys for a little bit. Well, this just adds a whole new obstacle for the guys to deal with, for Crowley to deal with. I mean, I'm excited about that. I can see Crowley teaming up with Sam and Dean because... Lucifer did kill Rowena. So I I could see them kind of teaming up together to get rid of Lucifer once and for all and then go after the darkness after because I don't think that Lucifer is going to help the boys go after the darkness. I think he's going to be a hindrance to that. And where did Cass go? Did Cass go in the cage or is he still in Jimmy's body with Lucifer? I'm not quite sure how that works out because obviously if they take over a vessel... Does the person die? Are they in there kind of like the way that, uh, was it Ethan was in Sam's body? That, like, demon, was that Ethan? Was that his name? Uh, Back in season nine, uh, um, when he took over Sam's body to kind of heal him and get him back to normal, but Sam was in there but didn't quite know what was going on. So is Cass, yeah, but, or can Cass somehow but, overpower Lucifer? I'm just wondering what it's like for since Cass was already in somebody's vessel. He was in mm-hmm. Jimmy's vessel. So is the circumstances, is that different? Because Sam was human. Yeah. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see. Someone also asked if they think that the uh, uh, demon tablets are going to come back into play. Okay. Well, And the Book of the Damned, I need to say, too, that I saw another comment from this time I got the name. It was Driftwood said that Rowena had the Book of the Damned. Why not put some kind of protection spell on herself? So then that kind of made me think, okay, did she really die or did she protect herself? Or is it should she have protect herself and she didn't and then she did die? You know, we need more from the Book of the Damned and, and the demon tablets and all of that stuff that kind of is just pushed aside for now. 
And it was Gadriel, somebody. Thank you. I don't know why I thought Ethan. Maybe that was his real name in real life. I can't remember. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because it, it's it's Cass and Jimmy and now Lucifer and Cass. Um, and I love you guys are already doing the cast of her. Thank you. You guys are so awesome. Um, I feel like somehow there is a way, and now we don't know how to use these spells, which, like you said, the Book of the Damned, there has to be a spell to get Lucifer out of Cass. And because Cass is an angel, is there a way to stop it somehow? Even though Cass has already told him it was okay for him to enter his vessel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any predictions for next week or the season? I I think the boys are going to find out it's Lucifer next week. And I don't know. I'm really excited about Lucifer being back because I don't know what his motives are. I wonder if it is to start the apocalypse or not. I feel like he's got to have some kind of new plan. I don't know. I definitely think that in order to get to the darkness, they're going to have to get rid of Lucifer first. Uh, oh, really? You don't think he's going to be helpful in getting the darkness away? Mm-mm. I don't think he's going oh. to. I don't because I don't think they're going to be able to control him unless they figure out a way for Cass to somehow like like it's literally dual people, Jekyll and Hyde. So where Cass is doing something and then Lucifer is doing something and they can slightly control each other. But right now we're seeing Lucifer completely take over Cass. If there's a way for Cass to somehow control Lucifer inside his body, that's the only way I think that they'd be able to use Lucifer to get rid of the darkness. I think they need to get rid of Lucifer first. And I think that by the end of this season, we will have figured out a way to either play nice with Lucifer, get rid of him, and defeat the darkness by the end of a season. That's what I'm hoping for. I think the darkness will be defeated, too, by the end of season 11. I don't know if we're going to get the God spotting that we all kind of hoped for and maybe didn't hope for, because should we ever see God? I love the Billy comment about that potentially being God. I think that's really, really interesting. Um there's so many layers of this show and so many, like you said before earlier, when someone dies, it doesn't necessarily mean they're gone forever. Well, you know, may not be gone forever, just like, you know, Bobby and all of them have come back in episodes to help or come back to life somehow. So um, I do think that Crowley is going to hold a grudge against Lucifer, maybe not completely openly or verbally as much as he would like to. But I think that that will give him a reason to go back to Sam and Dean and be like, all right, team Crowley, yeah. Sam and Dean again. Right. He called the team off just moments before, but the team will be back on. <laughs> we will have to see. I do see everyone saying that they think Jimmy is gone because once oh, Lucifer yeah. jumped Jimmy, in, Jimmy's completely he's gone. He's been gone. Yeah, he's been gone. There's There's no Jimmy left in there. But let's hope that Cass can somehow keep alive and come back from this strong. That's that's also a hope. I hope this doesn't ruin or rid us of Cass. Right, because we've seen him before go weak. And also, regarding Jimmy, when Cass was 
um, exploded into those like little million pieces seasons ago. He, he um, said this to Jimmy's daughter too um, last season that mm-hmm. you know her father is in heaven. Jimmy's in heaven. He can't like go back into his body and anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like we have more excitement next week. I can't wait to see Cass as Lucifer. Cassifer is going to be amazing. Katie, where can they yes. find you if they want to talk to you while you are in Florida? Yes, you guys can tweet me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And on Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. And find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I have a vlog and I'm going to be doing videos hopefully in the next couple weeks. I'll be getting them again. <laughs> and we miss you, Katie. We miss you, Alexis. Thank you for calling in, Katie. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. My name is Lindsay Wagner. Right. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. Make sure that if you guys are talking to us, you're using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so we can keep up with you. Thank you for joining in on a live chat. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.